Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I'm jumping in here to tell you that this show has joined the Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support some cool fiction podcast creators like Tal Manier, Bloody FM, Ransom Productions, and me. Apollo Plus shows are ad-free and I've got some pretty cool bonus content. And if that sounds cool, you can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopodcast.com. Again, that's apollopodcast.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support. You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast. Previously on the Epicast. Our heroes engage Olympias in combat. I, I, Alia, I do need you to make a, a, a wisdom saving throw, though. Oh, okay getting hit with these dissonant whispers. After a devastating blow to Prexenos. Uh, I'm coming out of a crouch. He's kind of come up on me from dodging. I'm going to pop back up and kind of pull him and grab him by the shoulder and ram my sword up into his heart. As you ram the sword up to his heart, Olympias lets out this heart-wrenching wail of grief and she casts a spell. I am going to use my movement to go 5, 10, 15. Ah, yes, about that. 15 out. Uh, as you try to move, you slam into a seemingly thin air. And Tossie finally gets an answer. I am going to grab her by the hair and drag her across the room to Tossie. And Scott, if you'd allow me to, just a little bit of like, it may be her dying breaths. I want to hold her up to the cage like by her hair and I say, answer her questions. I'm going to kneel down so that I am eye level with her. Who am I to you? With pure hate in her eyes, she coughs up blood and says, you are nothing the whore plaything of theophany. <gasps> what? <laughs> the epic continues now. Well, come back to the epicast. Woohoo! Hello. I know I like drew that one out but I, I, I liked it I am your game master Scott Graves with me as always is Nicholas Meyer I'm here to stay and you can't get rid of me as much as you try <laughs> damn that's the end of it I'm playing Vesuvius you know what I am let's get back into it I'm so excited guys that was the best fun fact that was my best fight I've ever had in Dungeons and Dragons in my entire life <laughs> I didn't get hit. I fought off against a ninth level spellcaster and I had two criticals, critical hits in a row. Like that was, dare I say it, epic. I think I, I think I did say it. It was, I was whoa. Pre- whoa. pretty much lived up to the name of the epic cast. Just gotta say. Nick, what did you get? Or what did Vesuvius get uh, for leveling oh, yeah. up? Well, you know those little sucky guys I have? My infernal conduits that allow me to just- Sucky guys? Suck the- yeah, my little sucky dice. <laughs> oh. My little sucky guys. 
<laughs> I can just suck the life out of my friends. You don't friends. want to know what, what a picture is. Like suck you guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, well, I can just suck the life out of enemies, and now I have another one of those. And whenever I do that, it's basically an improved vampiric touch. I also get to inflict a level of exhaustion on them if I hit them, which is pretty brutal if that stacks up. So, that is pretty brutal. I'm excited about that. Okay, and what do you get for hit dice? D10? Oh, yeah. Seven. I also got a seven. Oh, reroll. Six. Ooh, got nine. Nine more points. Plus is con for Vesuvius. Moving through the front line, Caitlin Emmons, everybody. Hello. Hello. I Hello. am playing Dimitra Triton. And... I get the coolest, most complicated new thing with my level up to level 11. <laughs> I get an extra attack. Woo! Woo! How many times can you attack in a round now? Four? Yeah, with the bonus yeah. action? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's legit. Action surge, do it again. Ooh, get seven attacks. That's seven attacks. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could really mess somebody up. And you can just recharge that with a fate token. <laughs> so I can oh, attack yeah, 14 you just times? Well, not on the same turn, but oh. no, the, turn. <laughs> the oh. next turn, you could just do it again for a fate token. Oh. Pretty cool. Want to roll that hit dice? Yeah. D10 for you as well, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. You got a nine. Yeah, that was a four. <laughs> oh, we both got four? No, I got a nine. You got a four. Oh. oh okay. So you get nine more hit points. Bless hey. your con. Hey, Caitlin, what's your con? Uh, Three. We have the same max HP still. <laughs> hey. 134? Yeah. Yes, let's go. That ain't nice. <laughs> 134. <laughs> I love that. Resident spellcaster, Katie Ming. Hello, hello. Tis I. I am almost always a spellcaster. I've I don't, never known you to not play a spellcaster. I was a monk once. Oh. There you go. Anyway, yes, I am Alia, the druid, harpy. And uh, I got a sixth level spell. That is nice. Look at me go. That's which, which spell did you prepare? I prepared Primordial Ward. Primordial Ward. I have never heard of that spell. It gives me resistance to all elemental types of damage Ooh. until I get hit with one. And then if I pick that one, I can choose to become immune to it. Ooh. And oh. then I lose all my other resistances, but I'm then immune to that kind of damage. That's a <laughs> Very nice. It's very cool. What's your hit dice? D8? Uh, yes. I know too much about D&D. Yeah, <laughs> two. two. Oh! Ah! We roll. It's gone forever. I got a seven. Four. Seven! Seven it is. Okay. And our resident rogue, so Jessica Simons. Hey, folks. That's me. I'm playing Tassie. Our swashbuckler rogue now hitting 11th level. Um, high key shooketh by the end of last episode. <laughs> so I've been over here just like mentally drawing conspiracy boards in my head for the past like 15 minutes. I don't have an answer. So yeah, I got in the level up. My sneak attack is now 66. Super exciting. Um, and I can no longer roll below a 10 on ability checks that I can add my proficiency bonus fire. Bonafire. Bonafire? <laughs> yeah, proficiency bonus too. Bonafire. I can put my proficiency bonus 
So like, for example, if I had to make a deception check and I roll a seven, I can treat it as if it were a 10, which would give me a 20. I have a 13 deception? So no, I have a 10 deception. Oh. I can treat it as a 10. Did I? Add 10. My brain farted. Indeed. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it's a super handy skill to have, honestly. I really wish I'd gotten a chance to deceive some people this round, but it's not really come up. But yeah, I know Tassie's like a pretty yeah, good liar. You've done plenty of sneaking though, that's for sure. I have been the sneakiest person on the planet, and it has made my little rogue heart very happy. This is the first rogue fun fact. First rogue that I have played since my first character in D D. Really? So yeah, I'm going back to my roots here. My oh. very first character was an elf rogue. Look at you go. Rinwin. Yeah. Rinwin. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my hit die is a D8. One. Four. Four. Four it is. I'll have 74 hit points because my con modifier is zero despite being level 11. It's okay. <sighs> Many We've all been there. Tears. This is actually one of the better con scores I've had, believe it or not. Kind of a Treat con as your dump stat, folks. It makes for a very interesting game. Yeah. I mean, I've been a glass cannon since we no. started playing. <laughs> Disagree <laughs> heavily. You calling me boring, Nick. <laughs> no, I, I'm disagreeing with Scott saying that making a con a dump stat makes for an interesting Nick. Game. You don't want to live your life on the line every <laughs> single combat. Are you even having fun? It really gets the blood yeah. pumping. You don't. You don't want to <laughs> risk your life every single fight. You don't want to fear for your oh, life no. when you open a scroll and it explodes an in your face. <laughs> And Ilrigger is like the most self-preserving class <laughs> maybe ever made. Ilrigger is really, really powerful, especially at high level. I, I say I do want to caveat. We are playing Ilrigger with... This is the first time we've all seen Ilrigger and yeah. the first time we're seeing it in is is in the context of a already very powerful game. So mm-hmm. uh, if you do want to see an Ilrigger in action in a much more less powerful setting, go watch MCDM's Chain of Acheron. Judge, some mint in that. Anyway, <laughs> Jessica, do you want to you want to take us in where we left off last? All right, <laughs> where we last left our intrepid adventurers, we were yes. just finishing up killing Olympias, the evil hag masquerading as a human woman in a coven of hags that has been turning poor hapless adventurers into pigs. Uh, we jumped them through the door. At least we thought we were going to jump them, but then they jumped us in return because Olympias had cast Foresight on herself. But after uh, Vesuvius's incredible double back-to-back crits, um, an unfortunate incident of a box and some mimes, we are now here after having killed Olympias, and she called me a whore, which, you know, I've not had time to discover if that's the truth or not. So... <laughs> Yeah, high defense. You did kill her lover. I did kill her lover. That's right. And I killed him without remorse. None, actually. What? As you should. None. No, zero remorse. I mean, I, I mean, this is the intro. I don't want to go into Tazi's introspection here, guys. Hey, go for it. Well, right, that's part of the reason why I turned it to you. All right, all right. Okay, so, yeah, basically, in the last fight, Tazi is really starting to reach a place where she's pretty angry about the things that have been done to her. I mean, she's woken up with no memories. She has nightmares um, that she does not understand. And at this point, she's pretty fed up. Like she wants answers. And if she has to kill people to get them, she's going to. Because also now, 
supposedly there was someone who was very kind and loved her that has been taken and she can't even remember loving her you know so yeah she's angry you know and she's ready to find answers and figure out you know is this person in this painting that looks like you know was her lover or her wife um are they worth burning down the world for that's what we're gonna find out and would she want that but also you know like these people have taken apparently everything from her and she doesn't even know what that was so she's getting pretty frustrated at this point she wants answers as to what the hell is going on and yeah. how she can fix it if it can be fixed you know so that's that's kind of where mentally Tosti is getting to a place of that right now you know yeah as we move into leaving it there i think we were going to be short resting while Tosti is having a timeout <laughs> in her five by five box yeah to yeah. make sure your thoughts on, on the timeout in the box on everything on this whole situation <laughs> I'm having, I'm just having fun killing She's just, she's a simple woman. That's she's rough, having buddy. a great time. <laughs> no thoughts, just vibes. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, pretty interesting little end of the, end of the combat there. Yeah. Take a short rest. You wait for this force cage to eventually just not be there. I like to think that Tassie's sitting like with her, like back to it, leaning against it, you know, holding with her hands looped around her knees. And eventually you just watch her go. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, as we are in the middle of this uh, short rest, I'd like to just kind of sit down next to the cage that Tossie's leaning against, and um, I just want to, I just want to talk. I also let's, <laughs> yeah, wait, let's first, yeah, let's talk. Let's just talk. I just kind of talk to her. And I, I look at her and I say, you know, hey, um, how how you feeling? I don't know how to answer that. Um, yeah, that I was feel, pretty rude. No, it's all right. I feel like shit. Uh, yeah, this thing. I tap it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure glad. <laughs> I'm glad that I uh, had a means to get out. I would give you this if I could, but uh, it doesn't look like it's gonna let us do that. No, it's all right. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna get through this, and we're gonna get the answers that you need. I hope so. I just... <sighs> I'm... I guess I'm frightened that maybe this is too broken to fix. But there's nothing I could have done that's, about that before or after. That's not... That's not a thing. Maybe, but... You're still above... You're still above Nishval. Anything's possible up here. I think... Down there... Eh, what's broke's kind of broke. But up here... You've got a whole <laughs> life to fix the things that are broken and there's lots of things that you could fix and we're gonna find out how to do that can i ask you something yeah has anybody ever gone into and then come out of nishval like a living person (sighs) you know i try not to talk about it because you know the whole no one gets out of nishval kind of like you know we want to keep that atmosphere. Oh. And, yeah. Brandon. No one gets out of Nishfall and I wink at you. But, um, <laughs> I am chasing someone oh. who has escaped. And, um, it really sucks to be here on this island because they're, 
Uh, if you escape from Nishfall, then you have some sort of... <laughs> you are an, a dangerous person, to say the least. And they are off doing God's knows what in some part of, you know, the world. And I have yet to get to them. So, why do you ask? I realized something when I was thinking about it last night. When we were in Mira's tower, there was a teleportation circle. Mm -hmm. And it was trying to go into Nishval. That was before I realized that, you know, what she was to Cleo, to me, I think, I think she thought that I was dead. Vesuvius, I think she went to Nishval. No. That's not a good reaction. That's not good. No. That's, I mean, oh, I mean, um, <laughs> you like remember she's supposed to be comforting you. <laughs> because, uh, uh, well, I hope for your sake that that's not the case. Uh, Thank or for you. her sake, I guess. I'm so, I'm sorry. I wow. I mean, yeah. And I saw that. I was just. I thought it was. You know, these guys. I did back too. Towards, like the the crumpling bones that used to be uh, Olympias. But um. And then it, is Theophany my wow. ex? Looks like it. I don't. Who the hell was I? <laughs> Do you know how frustrating it is? I can feel it. I did the tips of my know. fingers, and it's not there. I, I honestly, I can't imagine. I, I have no idea. <laughs> hey, but I will say this. Look. Mm -hmm. It's very, very rare that people want to break into or out of Nishfall with good intentions. If I ever, you know, do get back there and find Mara, I will, I give you my honor. I, as I think this is like kind of as I put my hand on the force cage, maybe this is the time where it dissolves, and I can maybe I can try to like catch you as <laughs> before you fall over. I say, uh, I'll I'll do my best to get her out of there. I'm gonna kind of look over to the side of where you put your hand against my force cage, and try and if I could, it's evident I would be going for like a like a hand clasp, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously I can't. <laughs> Thank you. Really, you're... You're a good person, Vesuvius. A good friend. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> oh. That's nice to hear. I don't think I have a lot of friends, but I'm glad you're one of them. And then I, I fall that. right over. <laughs> <laughs> and you also get... Oh, 17 shit. temporary hit <laughs> you also get 17 temporary hit points as well as everyone else in the room for my inspiring yes. leader speech thank you that's everybody too but everyone could hear me could also get that <laughs> yeah what's your guys's plan as this short rest wraps up what are you guys what are you guys doing we're too here i know that your your plan at this point said improvise from there on out <laughs> Honestly, I, I didn't expect it to go this well at all, so... Yeah, I didn't either. I would offer to scry, but I only have three spell slots that could even cast that. Yeah, don't don't waste that. We definitely need those yeah. for those epic, cool spells you got. Well, I will say, Alia, 
on the map. It looks like your token. Are you standing in front of a door in this room? Yeah, she is. Oh, what's behind that door? What's behind door number north? <laughs> door number north. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to last thank you episode. For introducing that. It is. Thank you for doing that. That a bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna take Hooray. a bath during our our short rest. I took a bath. Uh, oh. you, absolutely, you absolutely could. Let me let me get up to where I can describe this for you. A little piece of I mansion. thought you hated getting wet. It's a Birds bird like bath. It's a bird bath. Okay. A bird bath. <laughs> you just really it's loathe just a getting normal wet. bathtub size. Um, yeah. Describe uh, Olympia's room here to help, help give you a little bit more context because we kind of just jumped into this into that fight we last really episode. Did. So the large episode. Yeah. The large episode. <laughs> Shut up! Wow, Scott. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! On the large episode of the cast. <laughs> The large bedroom Ooh. covers a majority of the square footage of the house. Against the north wall is the bed and several wardrobes of clothes. Against the south and west wall are a number of beautiful paintings of immaculate quality. This is Olympias's personal collection. There is a master bath mm. that this one includes paintings of various oceanside dwellings and several sand dollars and sea stars that have been collected the bathroom mm. is simple, contains a vanity with a large mirror, a large array of beauty products, oils, salves, perfumes, and the like. There's also a massive bronze tub with a fountain head that stretches to above head height, as well as a toilet. Are there any diaries lying around? Ooh. No. Okay. Uh, I am going to start moving. Do you see the, the hag, Olympias? She kind of mm -hmm. like dissolved. Sort decayed. of, kind of decay. Like her body's still there. Okay. It's just Icky. very old. old. Like it, you, like you, you would hazard a guess that like mummified, yeah. old kind of thing. All right. Oh jeez. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna sling that like, over you know, my shoulder. Um, in Indiana Girl Jones: The Last Crusade, <laughs> where the guy gets suddenly very old after you're drinking mm -hmm. the the it's like that except it not to the point where they turn to dust. Yeah. They like stop when they're just hideously old. Ew. Quick question, does this yeah. does this mansion have a fireplace? Uh does not. Darn. I'm going to chuck that over my shoulder. I'm going to go over to the bed. I'm going to pull back the covers and plop it down before going and getting Loverboy over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I'm putting them to bed. <laughs> oh. Uh, we can come back and dispose of their bodies. When we have That's all of so the bodies weird. together, I, right? Well, no. If look, if the lights are off and they're both in bed, just saying. Okay, sure. As long as you remember to dispose of the bodies at some point. I mean, do we have a way to dispose oh, of the bodies? That's, right guys. Now? That's why I was asking. Yeah, it's my health sword. Oh, yeah. oh, but that like like yeah. completely incinerates it. Looking yeah. for a fireplace. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, well, you haven't explored the rest of this house. Cool. I was just thinking because that way we could stick um, them in the fireplace and then smoke also, them go out the chimney and no one would be like, oh, that house is on yeah, fire. There also is a kitchen. You know about the kitchen. Oh, then yeah. Let's oh, big um, put them in the stove. Put them in the put, oven, yeah. yeah. I have a sword that's literally like designed to like put oh. remains to rest. Yes, then great. But you so do have to put do them that. somewhere where oh. it won't burn the house down. Yeah. All right. Is it like a stone house? Well, we just don't want we don't want house. like people to see smoke coming out of a window or something and have them go like, "Oh, the house is on fire." Uh, do you just okay. drag them into the bathroom and yeah. do it? Um, I'll reveal no, the, the rest the of the house here. Uh, uh, so the the other door off of this upstairs hallway opens up into a room that's very uh, very Spartan. It's it's simple. There's a wardrobe, a bookshelf, 
Uh, there's a thin mattress. There's a curtain that looks like it can be drawn across the southern half of the room. On the other side of that, there's there's like there's like a, an, another thin mattress there, with a few meditation stones placed around in a, in a specific pattern. Mm. It's a monk room. Do these guys have anything on them? Can we? Well, to like investigate to see if there's anything cool lying around. Uh, no, the monk had nothing on them, and Olympias did not carry anything. Okay, let's go through all their stuff. Yeah, let's look search through their stuff, like oh. the the office stuff and then whatever kitchen stuff. Uh, steal their food. <laughs> steal their food. Yeah, there's not there's not nothing notable to find further that I haven't already explained in this mansion. Mm. We could try and go to the mansions using the tunnels so we don't have to sneak above. As long as they're not collapsed. That's what I was thinking too. Because you kind of know like where all the tunnels lead lead to, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not collapsed in any way. Well, one way to find Mm. out. Let's go to the tunnels. So you go go back down through the office steady of Olympias. Hey, real quick. Hmm? Is everyone at full uh, yes. HP? Uh, yeah, actually. I, d- I did use my uh, hit dice. No, but Excellent. I'm close cool. enough. Do you want to do you want to say you used a hit dice during your um short rest? That's just a d10, right? Yep, d10 yeah. plus your mm-hmm. constitution. Yeah. Okay. We're good to go. Woohoo. Okay. Excellent. You head down. I will take you to the map. I actually have the map of the lab now. And we hit the um, bodies, right? Yes. Oh, no. I'm going to put them... I'm just going to put them in the tub. You know? Put them in the and tub. Right there. Burn them up. Yeah. I okay. was just thinking we want an outlet for the smoke that won't like, make it look suspicious. It's fine. It's a tub oven. It, it, okay. You're able to dispose of the bodies. It's fine. So... This room, which previously glowed with the violet light of alchemical lanterns swinging gently from an unfelt breeze, these lanterns are somewhat intact. There's a couple of them here and there towards the edges, farthest reaches of the room that are still intact and letting off light. The room ceiling is still covered with a kind of roiling black smoke. The uh, tables and and desks with our are organized with files and scales and containers of dried herbs are all in a chaotic array. Blackened, burnt, the the smell of firewood and various other burned fleshes and, and herbs all are mixing into this very disgusting smell. And you can see in the middle that the massive cauldron that was there is missing. Instead, there is a blackened ring and a stain upon the the ground. This this sort of corroded, bluish, purplish, pungent, sticky mess. You can see through this like viscous puddle on uh, that that sticky puddle on the on the ground that there are footprints that came in from this southern hallway here. And, and it looks like there's, there's footsteps leading to and from it and a shape of dragging as if two heavy metal things were dragged 
through the puddle. Okay, so he didn't quite destroy the, the kettle. Cauldron. And they dragged it away somewhere. Not weird. I'll note they there's two marks of dragon. So maybe people like like was it like like feet like boots or something. Um, like there's there's a a pair of uh, hooves actually uh-huh. that that step through the the muck. Uh-huh. And then there's a swath of one something being dragged behind it as it exits. Uh-huh. And then there's another set. And something else being dragged through the puddle from the same location. Was that? Oh, uh, you can guys could roll like a survival check. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try and decipher this a little bit. See if your characters can put it together. Was there anything else besides the cauldron right there? Like from nope. what Jessica saw, you don't know. Hmm. I rolled really bad. That's sixteen. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Tasi, you'd be able to put this together. That the cauldron probably cracked in half. And two of these, both halves have been dragged down through the southern doorway. Mm. And the southern doorway went to Theophany's mansion, or was that the... That went to that other room that there was that weird thing in it. That was the room that I never finished exploring. Because the ghost Mm. decided to show up and be a little butt. The ghost decided to try and stab you. Well, screw that. Oh, those are the scalpel ghosts. Yeah. yeah, the scalpel ghost. All right, which which two guys do you want to try to take out Theophany next or Eurydice? I don't know. Because if Theophany is the proverbial leader of this coven of hags, then she is probably one of the strongest, if not the strongest, because hags are, they're attracted to, like, power. She's also a gorgon. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because if Olympias wasn't actually a human, then she might just be putting on the glamour of a gorgon. It's That's possible. True. That's true. But doesn't she have a gorgon bodyguard with her? She does. Yeah. We had to fight one anyways. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. We might want to try and take her out last. I'll go for Eurydice first. Yeah, yeah. Because she's That makes a good story. She might summon Eurydice to her aid if we try and go after her first. I agree. Leave the biggest, baddest for last. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I think the most epic. Let's I, do that. I have a feeling, too, with Eurydice, we're going to run into the Minotaur. Mm. We do need that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fair warning, Eurydice like, really, really hates me. So she might target me specifically. We can use that. I don't think she yeah. hates you. I think she's like enamored by you, honestly. No. She wants, she wants to, to tear you. my rings off my body and put them on her <laughs> Again, own body. I don't, I don't think that's hatred. I think that's just no. She obsessive she, fascination. Based on when I scried, she seemed incredibly angry, and she seemed like she very much hated me. She's like a stalker. So, either way, I am probably going to be a target. Last time, I got off a little lucky because she was distracted. I don't think that's going to be the case this time, and I don't have very many spells. So, you'll please be, don't let you'll me be die. In the back. It's okay. We'll, we'll put you in the back. We'll be alright. We'll be all good. Yeah, let's go for Eurydice then. Wait, Eurydice, what, what were you going to say? <laughs> Your polymorph spell. Yes. Eight. You can only turn some stuff into animals? Yes. Dang. Okay. Polymorph someone into a lamp. No, I was thinking that she polymorph all of us into Alia. Huh. 
No, that'd, 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 that'd be nice. That would be disguise cool. self. Okay. I didn't know that that was Wait, a, are you sure? Spell. I think you actually might be able to polymorph into it. Um, I think that Even would be disguise self. I don't think polymorph takes the image of, like, an exact person. Even if I could. It's a fourth level spell. I don't have any of those slots left, so the only slots I can use to cast that are my fifth or sixth level slots. Ah. And it doesn't gain any benefit from upcasting. So... You guys want me to scout ahead to see if Yuridiki is at home, like kind of similar to what we did, or do we want to just move as a group now? I think you should take the lead in the stealth thing, but we should be right behind you. Okay. Yeah, Close not far behind, just in case cool. anything goes sour. Fair enough. Okay, so you head down the eastern hallway, headed towards Yuridiki. It's a long-ish hallway, but you feel like it's about the same distance to Theophanes uh, as it is to Eurydice's and ends in a spiral staircase that goes up. Tossi, you are, how far ahead are you Are you sneaking? I'd say I'll sneak about 40 feet ahead. 40 feet? Yeah, okay. about 40 feet. Like just long enough so that they're not right behind me so I can listen mm-hmm. and be quiet, but not so far that if something were to really go down that I would be totally isolated. Okay. Roll a stealth check. Can do, boss. Natural 20 for a 35. Holy cow. <laughs> Tassie is very wired on nerves, so she's moving extra quietly. Obviously. <laughs> 35. You're a literal ghost. <laughs> I lose sight of you. I'm like, where the fuck did Tassie go? <laughs> she disappeared. So, Tassie. You slip out of at the, the bust of Eurydice at the top of this, yes, northwesternmost part of the mansion of Eurydice, which, as I've stated before, contains a hundred meter dash court, which you are looking at such a long map because 100 meters is 300 feet, roughly. What you're looking at here is a 300 meter, 300 meter, 300 foot long distance between you and what you see to be Eurydice and her bodyguard Alcibiades at the far end of the pitch. They don't seem to see you. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna hold my position for a second till they till the others start getting closer mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna hold up a hand and be like they're over there oh no we can't how's that can't we hey it's it's really long be so long <laughs> the only thing I could think to do so Scott along this thing there's like couches <laughs> and chairs that kind of like line the edges of this kind of going all the way up and down, right? There are couches and chairs and I mean, tables and everything. The only mm-hmm. thing I think of is we try to do a little stealth mission behind those couches and chairs, duck between them, and mm-hmm. try to get to the end that way. But There's no way that's going to that, work. Yeah. yeah, that would be a long shot. I suppose we could lure them. 
Help, I've fallen. Oh, okay. What if you pretended you had a broken wing and you like do the helpless bird flap flaps? And they'll be like, oh, look, the harpy fell trying to be stealthy. Look, let's <laughs> laugh at her and point. And they'll come uh, over. I don't think. Quick, do brother help. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would get them over here. Stupid. I don't think it'd be that. They'd be that stupid. You never know. Obsession all... does weird things to people. Why don't you just throw a ball bearing? I can't throw <laughs> yeah, that far. Yes, ball. throw one of your ball bearings, Tarsi. You don't have to throw it over at them. Throw I, it on the other side of the court. I sense a lot of like derision here, and I'm not going <laughs> to give up my ball bearings for you bitches. I'm going to javelin throw my trident. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we've learned not to throw the tridents. You can't count you would even throw it that far. Um, what do I No, have I, we're not trying ball? to hit her. We're trying to like get them to be curious about the other side of the court, so they walk by, like near where we are, and we ambush. What if we challenge Yuridiki to like a contest? A race. I'm pretty sure she just called lightning at us at this point, guys. No, but it would be fun though if you did it. If Scott was like cool about it and was like, "Yeah, let's just have like a like a race to determine who gets to live." <sighs> um, I don't really have any great ideas for this guys besides maybe finding another way to sneak around there if you just you have a crossbow too shoot it at the opposite wall to try to get the their attention towards that noise so that you can ambush them on their way over or after they're over there i mean i guess i could cast fog cloud on them and then we all just rush at them and start hacking i mean what's the range on it 120 feet i'd have to stealth up halfway and then cast We'd all have to stop a pathway to do that to make that effective. Oh, you're right, because we'd have to... Right. Yeah. That's why I'm saying lure him. But how? Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to fall for that. Oh, okay, what if I... What are they gonna come do? Come save you? Give you some life know. alert? Like, what oh. do you think's gonna happen? Wait, 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 wait. What if, if we, ooh, okay, okay, what if we backed into the tunnels a little ways and then one of us can call out and be like, Yuridiki, come help us in the laboratory. Oh my god. <laughs> Except oh. we tried to like mimic Olympias or Theophany or the Minotaur. So we're like, Yuridiki, we, we think we caught the harpy trying to sneak into the laboratory quick and see if we can get Yuridiki to like run over and go down the tunnel. And then as soon as she runs in, we close the door to get rid of her bodyguard and we just beat her against the wall. She's never going to fall for that. What? You never know. We don't have any sort of magic that makes us sound like other people. What she knows like exactly what? what our voices sound like. Not necessarily. Would it be like a deception check or what would that be fall under? Performance or deception? Probably performance, I'd say. Well, I, I don't know. No, it's performance. You're putting out an act. I, I would I would say that. but No, I would say that would be deception. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I have a plus um, 10 to deception. I mean, if anyone has any better ideas, please tell me. I am just I'm, putting stuff out there right now. What I'm suggesting is use a crossbow or my slingshot or throw a rock and have it go to the far side from where we are but on the same area that way we can get them get their attention to be like what was that is it something important 
and they come These over to the Skyrim same area. NPCs, they don't just like in- <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> Sources of sound. These are not. Like- I mean, if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna, there? like, must have been the wind. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's what I was thinking. Must have been the wind. I. It's your funeral if you want to try that. I would love to be a guard in a video game. Because, like, I, <laughs> I've cut my teeth so many times on Dishonored. If anybody hears this who's making a video game and you want voice lines for <laughs> dumb guards, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will be the... Mm, must have been the wind. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> Honestly, have you ever thought about at a certain point in time, guards like that must have just been like, guys, I'm really tired of getting slaughtered by some Lord knows where assassin that comes out of the shadows. You know what? Screw this. It must have been the wind, right? Peter, the wind? Yeah, it must have been the wind. They keep walking. (laughs) It's a mutual agreement for above my pay grade. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, back to the issue at hand. Um, Sure. I mean, we can... I don't know. I, I don't it, know. It's a long like, shot because other than that, we're going to be making the gauntlet run close to them. Literally. The one that we had freaking, uh, what's his, what's his face? Aramnos here. <laughs> Make that 300 foot longbow shot. It's like fucking plus 10, 500 damage. To hit. <laughs> I will say the less charging room that's available, the better. He has horns. Yeah. Uh, but she's Bojack's also like, not there. Oh, he's not. I was mixing up the, Wait, her bodyguard, the bodyguard with. He's one a of the breakfast? other two humans. Hmm. I wonder where Bo- Bojack must be with mm, Theophany. Yeah, they all have a little boy toys. She knows we have to have uh, it. Yeah. Um, is there any other way to get like around to the where they are, Scott? Like, how will we do that? Get around like, to where they are. Like, is there another entrance so, like, to this courtyard area? There is not another entrance to the courtyard. You do know that this back area here that you can't see because there's a wall, there's stairs up. There is a, this whole area is covered. The, the area that, that Eurydice and Alcabiades is standing just next to, but where this table stands at the far eastern portion, is covered by an awning, or the, the second floor of Eurydice's mansion. I have, guys, guys, I have exactly one spell that's range is 300 feet. <gasps> and it's it? insect plague. Hey, yo. 20 foot oh, radius sphere that does 4d10 piercing damage. That's a good idea. Do it. What if we. It wouldn't kill them, but it would be funny. And it Do might it. it might push them away. Yeah. Do it. Or if we wanted to try and make time for us to get across and close that gap, we could do your insect plague and go while they're distracted. I mean... That also makes that area difficult terrain, so they'd be slowed down, too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm thinking You're less... fast, though. I, I'm thinking less pushing them toward us and more giving us time to get to them without them absolutely destroying us in the process. Fair. Um, are they, like, facing this way? Uh, yes. They're kind of sort of half turned towards each other, having a conversation, but keeping wary glances towards the doors. So is this like outside, technically? Mm-hmm. Open air. I don't like that. 
I could also cast Call Lightning. But that would be... <laughs> <laughs> but this is a stealth mission, and I really shouldn't, because then everyone would know we're here. Yes. I'll also add, the doors mm-hmm. are actually open. Oh. And you do see that there are some... Uh, in, the, in the moonlight, there are some antennas who are gathered oh. at the gazebo. Hmm. And how far away is the gazebo from like where we are, and how far away from where they? The are? gazebo is, I would say, I would say, by after after the antennas would be are alerted to your presence, it would take them two rounds to get into the courtyard. Yeah, an outside fight is really not what we want. Now, closing these doors would be an action. What if I tried to quietly close the doors while while they're Alia. looking at them right now? while Alia casts Insect Plague. We're right after that. Wait, oh, you mean the door is closest to us on our side? Yeah. So, Mm. if you cast Insect Plague to distract them, I'll close the doors, and then we just rush and try and beat them up as fast as we can. We can try it. I've not got a better plan. It's just that they're gonna start making tons of noise. It's kind of the only plan that we got besides, like, doing, like, solid snake video game thing. Going from cushion to cushion yeah. all the way down to get to them mm-hmm. to try and sneak attack. I'll but. also remind this because it got brought up earlier. Fog cloud does create heavily obscured area, which means you guys couldn't see through it, but they couldn't see through it as well. You could cast that technically on the door area, but yeah. then everyone on the other side of the doors would be able to see that there was a fog cloud. Yeah. I think fog cloud would be useful for us specifically to block Eurydice and um, what's his name? And Alcibiades. Alcibiades view. So like that would be something that would definitely really screw them up in conjunction with your damaging spell, because then they don't know where to go to move out of it, and it's difficult terrain, and it's damaging them. So we can move in on them while that's happening. Sure. So there's that's also an option. I think. Yeah, I think maybe we three of us sneak towards them as fast as we can. And then one person stays behind to like shut the doors and then like as soon as if we can sneak forward as soon as they see us, you know, hopefully, you know, Katie casts insect plague, Jess casts fog cloud, and the other person just tries to rush in as soon as as fast as possible and try to trust grow up. No, Katie, uh, not Katie, uh, uh, Caitlin. Yes? Can you only cast Expeditious Retreat once per day? Or is that rich height on the short rest? It is, that's a long rest, actually. Oh, is it? Dang. Mm-hmm. You want to recharge that for a fate token? How many fate tokens do you have? Two. It might be good. No, you have one. We have two? Oh, it would we have cost, to. Yeah, we it have to. Cost one. cost one. It might be worth it, because if Demetra with her now bonus to movement speed as well as expeditious retreat is actually would be the fastest person in the party. So... Wait, really? If she has... Yeah. Well, if she has expeditious retreat, you'd be, you'd be tied with Tossie. So you could then move 90 feet per turn if you cast that. So if you shut the door, you could sprint back to us pretty quickly. Okay. Because... Uh, Tossie can only do her full movement like that the same way as you as if she weren't doing anything else with her turn. And if she's planning on using Fog Cloud, then she would have to use another part of her turn, so then you would end up being the fastest one. 
So I think, personally, that maybe, so three of us, so me, Jess, Katie, sneak towards them as fast as possible. I would prefer to have pass without trace for this. Um, I know you don't, I mean, now, now is the time to use those spells, you know? This like Every spell that I use that something like that on though is another damaging spell I can't cast or healing spell I can't cast. Yes, but I think the closer that we get to them is like extremely important. I think these like I think we can we do enough damage, you know. Um I think I don't need to get closer to use insect plague. I can do it from where I'm standing now. I'm the one that True, has to get within 120 feet for fog cloud. Jess needs to get within 120 feet. Friendly reminder, you don't have to cast fog cloud on them. Yeah. You can cast it just in front of you to just shorten the distance that you have to run. It's also true. Right. But what do you mean? Well, I can cast fog cloud it anywhere. It blocks line of sight. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be but around them. They won't be able to see us through it. I also like see it fog cloud there though sure they might know you're coming but you'd have less distance to run once you break to the other side of the fog than you would if you tried to just yeah, run it, the whole way it would way, make right? sense if you like cast insect plague on them make that difficult terrain cast fog cloud like in front of us like you know 60 feet in front of them so that they can't see us so we can run up without them seeing us at all that makes sense let's do that Tassie sneaks forward within range of her thing. And then you guys cast a fog cloud slash insect play at the same time. Alright, I'm down for that. Alright. Alright, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Tavitra has a question. What am I doing? I forgot. <laughs> You're gonna close the doors and then run after us. Okay, and I, I cast Expeditious Retreat so I can yes, catch up to you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that'll help you long-term yeah. because it's also concentration. It'll last a little bit longer, too. So you'll get that on more than one turn. And I can't do two concentration spells at the same time, correct? No, but you can drop yes. one to start another, so that's fine. Okay. If you're done using one, you could totally drop it. Do you okay. have another spell to cast? I, I do, just in case I was going to cast Protect Against Good and Protection from good and evil. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. I don't know what type of creature uh, Eurydice is. Eurydice. Satyr. Well, no, I don't know what type of like. Oh. Like truly, what type of creature they are? Like. Oh, uh, I don't like, think she's any of these creatures. You guys can go ahead Maybe and roll knowledge checks in this, since you've seen mm. uh, the true form of Olympias. Okay. Because we can roll some po- post. Or retcon knowledge checks, or whatever you want to call it. Knowledge what would checks? that like, be uh, a skill? That say? would be a nature check. 15. Yeah, 11. 3. 9. With all of those combined, you'd be able to put together knowledge from some questions that, that Vesuvius is able to ask smartly that, that Demetra knows the answers to, and, and c- cross referencing all here. These are monstrosities. Hags are monstrosities. Mm. Okay. So those not even yeah, that wouldn't even give you protection for using that spell. No. Okay. okay. Cool. cool. I cast expeditious retreat on myself. Let's go. Wait, let's do it. Yeah, I only have fake tokens since you need to recharge that. Wait, what? Uh, that's right. Oh, you only had right. one cast of it. That's right. Yep. Yeah, oh. Used for today. That's oh. okay. We're good Sorry. for that. Oh. Good. No, this is this is totally. I just <laughs> have three fake tokens. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but laughing aside, how is this plan starting? Who starts first? I, I think, think Tossy needs to sneak forward first, right? I have to get, if I'm casting fog clouds 60 feet in front of them. You have to move 100 feet up to be able to get with 120 feet to cast it 80 feet from them, because that's how math works. <laughs> Welcome to math. math. We love Welcome that. to math, bitches. Okay, let's right. do it. You gotta sneak forward I'm 100 feet. Stealth cool. check. I'm gonna make my perception checks. <laughs> no, Scott, please, not the perception checks, please. She's oh. turning in a fate token oh. to re-roll it. She didn't oh, even know no. the result. I rolled a two. Even with that my puts bonuses. you at what a flat twenty-five. Yeah, even with that, it's 17. not very good. Twenty-five is not good. Was it yeah, a twenty-five? Right? No, it would be a seventeen. Okay. And seventeen. No, because you have proficiency in it. You can't roll below a ten, dummy. Oh my gosh, I totally Jessica. forgot. Can I redo that? I forgot. You want to take ability. your token back? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, that's fine. Forget it. I rolled a two. It's a ten. So I'm like. <laughs> it's a check. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I forgot that I had that ability because I just got it. Oh my gosh! Jess, I'm so sorry. It's fate token. It's a, it's a I, I'm sorry. I'm really tired. Okay, uh, it's good. a 25 then, or it's yeah, 25. 25. Yeah. I rolled 24. <gasps> <gasps> Reliable rogue talent, man. <laughs> just barely. Oh. Gosh, that's crazy. So you were able to make it a hundred feet down. Yes, uh, I will signal to Tassie that I am ready Great. when I get there. And then we're going to try to simultaneously, as much as possible, cast our two okay. spells. Yes. So you cast Insect Plague. Insect Plague. So a 40 foot diameter sphere of wasps. Because nice. because they're the devil's creatures, um, <laughs> or yellow jackets. I hate wasps. They're both they're just as bad. Combination of both wasps and jello, yellow jackets. Jello jackets. Can, jello jackets. Because who can jello? Because who can tell the difference anyway? Anything that's bees. Yeah, anything that looks like it's like bee related but doesn't actually make honey and is therefore the, inferior. I was at the description of the spell says locust, which I think is a lot oh, worse. Oh, sure, yeah, that's locust. Horrible. We'll take locust. Damn, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's biblical. So as then fuck. they're surrounded by <laughs> locusts that are attacking them and they are lightly obscured. Okay, uh, you can barely see them as they begin to run towards the the doors, <laughs> fleeing the, the. As you see. Alcibiades grabs hold of a barrel full of javelins as they're oh, as they're fleeing. Well, they the she, barrel? she casted the I also cast at the same time the same simultaneous. Time. Yeah. So you you glimpse as they're as they're starting to flee. Alcibiades puts a hand on this barrel and starts dragging it behind him as Tossy throws up the fog cloud. And I close the doors, right? Yeah. 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 You guys Can I roll damage on that? Did they save? Uh, oh yeah, I have to save it. I'm sorry. Fifteen for you to keep. <laughs> that fails. Ooh, that's a and fail. a nineteen for Alcabite. Succeeds, but it's still half damage. Okay. It's how we said running for the doors. They're running for the doors behind really them into. Know. No, no, they're running into into the the pitch. Oh, okay. They're running towards like the doors, um, towards yeah. the gazebo. That I rolled really okay. low. So they're running towards us. It's only for the full damage. It's only eighteen. Aww. 
There's Aww. a whole nine points for the half. But if they haven't gotten out of it by their next turn, I don't know what their speed is like. So well, we know Riddick is fast. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also difficult terrain, which would make it take twice as much time for them to get out. Mm-hmm. So if they're in there for more than one round, it will do more damage. And fog cloud goes up. Assuming you guys start running to the fog cloud. Yes. Right. You, uh, Demetra, close, scramble out, close the door, mm-hmm. and then with magical speed, start boosting down the 100-meter dash. Zoom. Zoom. As you guys are running towards this fog cloud, about six seconds, to six to ten seconds in, javelins start going through the, the, the fog cloud towards you guys. Just seemingly at random. So everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. That's fun. I got tan. Flat rolls, flat rolls. I got a five. Flat rolls. Eighteen. Five for Alia, 10 for Vesuvius, right? Mm -hmm. And Demetra, 20. 20. I I, I used Indomitable. Ooh, she uses Indomitable. Both Demetra and Tasi pass. Woo! So you guys are not hit with any javelins. Alia, you are hit with a javelin. No, I know. And Vesuvius, you are hit with a javelin. Hmm. Vesuvius, that is seven points of damage. All Still yeah. got that temp HP, baby. Did you just crit on me? No. no, no. It's a saving throw. But I just rolled high. I know. You're going to take 14 points of damage <laughs> as this javelin stabs into you. You guys keep running, and then you're through into the fog cloud, and as you burst out onto the other side, we'll see you in two weeks. Ah, oh, fine. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your Game Master, Caitlin Evans as the Fighter Demetra, Nick Meyer as the Ilberger Vesuvius, Katie Ming as the Druid Alia, and Jessica Simons as the Rogue Tassi. The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro-outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this, and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers, or even the rules to the Fate Token system, or the Game Master notes for Season 1 so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestonecrew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the World Wide Web dot gravestoneproductions dot com.
Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just want to say that this show has joined the amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Mars Fall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Mars Fall, and they have a whole miniseries, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com, or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.